This is episode number 131, and on today's edition of Fan Friday, I'm answering a question from Glenn. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of Practical Christian training. If you guys have joined the Facebook group for the uh, podcast, which there's a link in the show notes for this episode, and I believe for every episode, um, so you just click on over and join in, I ask a couple questions before uh, I accept you into the group. And that's not necessarily to weed people out, but it's to give me more of a, a sense and understanding of uh, how to make the podcast better. And so, in addition to uh, submitting questions through the form, which there's a link to in the show notes, and people just sending me emails asking me questions, I also utilize that in order to glean questions for these Fan Fridays. And so, this question from Glenn is from that, where Glenn asked to be a part of the Facebook group, and in that, I ask, is there something you want me to cover on the podcast? And so, this is what Glenn asked. He said, how can I be effective and make a difference as a single for Christ? And so... I think that's a great question because there are many singles, single disciples that want to make an impact for God, but often the the teaching and the focus is on married couples. And I think that's for a couple of reasons. One, there are just more married couples and more families in the churches than there are singles. And so by virtue of playing the numbers game, the teaching kind of skews in that direction. And then also uh, in a lot of churches, there's the sense that you're a single as long as it takes to become married. And I think that that's really misleading. And I think it really hurts a lot of people because being single has some distinct advantages. And there are people, there are brothers and sisters that have the gift of singleness, that they can live their entire lives being completely devoted to God and not need to be married. And that is totally admirable and, and something that should be celebrated and not something that should be looked down on. And so what I want to do, Glenn, is I want to talk about some distinct advantages that you have as a single person. And I want to start by reading verse uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, which is kind of the most popular slash famous uh, passage concerning singleness and singlehood, because Paul gives some advice from his perspective about what he sees as being the benefits of being single and being unmarried. So in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 32, He says, I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please the Lord. But a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife, and his interests are divided. An unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit. But a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. I am saying this for your own good not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way in undivided devotion to the Lord. And so there are some distinct advantages to being unmarried. And the one that Paul calls out very clearly in this passage is that you get to devote yourself in an undivided way to intimacy with God, because you're not worried about your spouse. You're not worried about taking care of someone else, uh, you know, investing in them, investing in that relationship, spending time with them. Because you don't have that kind of a relationship with another person, it's much easier to give God your first fruits, to actively pursue being more and more intimate with God 
as being your your tunnel focus for your your relationship for the kind of relationship you see in a marriage. All right, so we're not talking about uh, getting rid of all your friendships or all your other peer relationships, but we're talking about these covenant type relationships, the the covenant relationship we make with God when we become a Christian and the covenant relationship we make with our spouse when we get married. And so by only having one of those kinds of relationships, you can devote yourself wholeheartedly to serving God and his purposes. And there are a couple other really practical things that you can do as a single person to maximize your ability to make a difference for God. The first one that I would encourage you to consider is to live simply in order to stay flexible. You know, I I had many friends that after they graduated from college and got full-time jobs, just went on a spending spree and bought everything their hearts desired, everything that they had felt was denied to them their entire life, right? They're going to get that brand new stereo. They're going to get that, you know, those five video games that they really want. They're going to get the new BMW or the new fancy car because now they have the means to do that. But if you instead take a more pragmatic approach and choose to live below your means, then, you know, driving a clunker car, something that gets you from point A to point B, not super fancy, but it does the job, you know, sharing an apartment with other people because you don't necessarily need a whole house to yourself. You can, you can split the cost of rent and save money there. Uh, you can be extra generous with your finances that because you aren't uh, spending money to uh, help someone else like a spouse to, to live and to eat and to feel secure, you can take that and devote it to special missions, to building up your church, to international missions. And I think the biggest, the biggest, uh, really awesome thing that comes from living simply is that you can get up and go at any time when you don't have a bunch of possessions or a bunch of things keeping you in one place, then you have the flexibility to go and serve and respond to God. And when you see an opportunity to go and make a difference, you can take action because you don't have all of these things keeping you somewhere. And so if you're a single person, uh, you know, I think living simply is a really practical way to make a bigger difference for Christ. And then the, the last thing that I would encourage you to consider is that you can take more risks as a single person than you can as a married person. You know, some of the, the incredible stuff that some of my friends have done as they're single and trying to really take advantage of it is they spent a year serving a church in another country. You know, they went to the other side of the world because they could. There was nothing keeping them here. They could sell all their possessions. And it was a committee of one. They only had to decide for themselves if they were going to do it. You know, you can choose to forego a corporate job that's going to make you lots of money and instead serve in a nonprofit, whether that's a Christian nonprofit or not. You can go on a church planting. You can go and help build up a new church and you can just take action, make the decision and make it happen because it's just you. You can figure out how to stay warm and well-fed and have a roof over your head without being super fancy, right? And so being single allows you to take more risks in trying to build up the kingdom of God because you don't have to bring your spouse along or get their buy-in. You know, I love my spouse. I love being married, but there are compromises that come with that because it's not just about what I want to do. It's not just about what I feel God is calling me to do. I have to strongly consider and take into account how this is going to affect my spouse. But when you're single, you don't have to make that calculation. You can just respond when God calls you to do something and feel really great about it. So, Glenn, hopefully that gives you some perspective on some things you can take advantage of as a single person. And uh, if you feel like you want to make a difference for God, but you aren't really sure how to do it, 
I would encourage you to go and check out my online course called Unlock Your Gifts. In that course, I walk you through the process of identifying what truly inspires you, what is going to get you excited about waking up in the morning, and how you can serve God in a meaningful way, in a way that's authentic to who you are and to who God created you to be. The course includes video content, handouts to help you implement what you're learning, and one-on-one coaching time with me to help you implement your personal ministry. So if you feel like you are ready to hit the ground running and you want to serve and make an impact, but you feel like you need some clarity in your direction, go check out my online course, Unlock Your Gifts. I will leave a link in the show notes so you can just click on over and see if it's right for you. If you would like to submit a question for a future Fan Friday, there are a couple ways you can do that. One is click the link in the show notes and fill out the form. Another way is just to send me an email, hello at unlockyourgifts.org. I reply to every email that I get. And then also, if you post something in the Facebook group, I try and uh, live in the comments, and I'll do my best to answer every question as it comes up. But that is it for today. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like this one. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts for your chance to get a shout-out as the super fan of the week. And make sure to head over to the podcast Facebook group to connect with me and help decide future episode topics. Fancy that. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.